So glad to see you all and I'm happy to be back after that small disappearing act there. I did not know that uh, I would go but it happened, praise God and I'm sure you had a great weekend. Um, it's a great Sunday. My wife uh, stood in my place and I believe you got some extra doses of everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you all for coming. I'm so glad for your faithful support and prayers and being there with us. Such a blessing. Hallelujah. Nagaland was um, cold in the night and um, not so cold in the day. And it's a familiar church which uh, I've been going to for more than almost 20 years. Almost every year or every other year, something like that. I've known them and some of them have grown in front of my eyes. I have seen them grow. So um, it's a nice church. And in the beginning, there were only two like that in that whole northeast. But their work has multiplied and so many, so many of them like that. And they believe uh, more or less what you believe. Hallelujah. And so it was a good time to go see them again. Praise God. And uh, I had to wear all the, you know, astronaut-looking stuff and go on a flight and all that. It was so strange. It's not fun to go like that, but if you have to go, you have to go. Amen? Praise God. But hallelujah. Follow the government's rules as much as you can. That's why we have um, our services like this for the new year and so on because, you know, there are some things out there. They may want to curfew uh, our time, especially during this New Year and Christmas season. You know, we seem to be a problem sometimes that they cannot uh, answer. Hallelujah. Because you are from heaven. You're not from here. Hallelujah. And so natural people cannot understand us. They cannot figure us out. Like Jesus said, the wind blows where it wants. Hallelujah. The, the things of the Spirit are like that. Natural people cannot understand that. And we, we are different. And everything about us is different. So sometimes they tell us to go to another country. Go away from here. It's old story. It's there in the book of Psalms. It's normal. Amen. Let us drive them away. You are not from here. It's true we are not from here, but we have natural bodies, and that's why we live here. That is our ticket to live here. Hallelujah. Nobody can stop that. So as long as we agree, we will go together. But when we disagree, you and I must obey God. Hallelujah. Amen. It happens like that. If they say we cannot preach, we cannot teach, then we beg to defer. We may go to jail. We may be killed. It's all right. We're going to heaven. Jesus told us you will not taste death. You cannot taste it. Suddenly you'll be gone. Hallelujah. So don't be scared of death. It's nothing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ask Brother Paul, the great apostle. He was not bothered. He was always hanging in some jail or the other. He said it is his degrees. It is his awards. That's the real guy. Amen? We're learning. Say amen. Our suffering is things like this. 
little, little here and there. Amen? But I, I saw a video of someone in UK. Uh, he was standing by a cross. He looked like a Tamilian guy. I heard the guy with the camera was speaking Tamil. So because he was preaching Jesus, they arrested him and took him away. In UK, he said, see what's happening in UK? And they were taking him into lockup. So whether UK sent the gospel here or anybody sent it here today, the darkness is there. Amen? So maybe you and I have to go there if God opens doors before Jesus comes. Amen? It's like that. There's no permanent light. Every nation requires light. We need a perpetual light constantly. Amen? Otherwise, the same people who represented things like King James are the ones who are locking people up if you preach Jesus. Amen? So there you go. This is all over the world. It's not just one country or another. The message you have is from heaven. And the God of this world does not want it. Hallelujah. How many of you know the God of this world is not Jesus? He's the devil. Amen. I can go on and on and on, but don't forget, Christmas service is on the 24th at 5.30 if you'd like to join us. Amen? And uh, Rennie's cookies will be good. Rennie's, uh, you can see that he has been eating a lot of cookies. No. He doesn't look like he's been eating cookies. I'm the cookie monster. I eat cookies like as if it's just peanuts. Amen? But you can't eat too many of those critters, man. <laughs> it will just add up here. Amen? But if, you, if you'd like to, you know, go ahead. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Today, Brother Anup is going to be uh, leading this flight, listening to the Holy Ghost. So welcome him aboard uh, to the flight deck. Praise God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. I consider this a great honor to stand here. Hallelujah. So I just want to do the right thing at this moment. Hallelujah. And, and we have to trust the mercy of God. That's the only way we can go forward. Hallelujah. How many of you uh, believe God is so merciful? <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's one of the major places for you to camp on. Hallelujah. The mercy of God. Hallelujah. So this year, you know, amazing. You know, we have come to the end of this year. Wow. Hallelujah. What an amazing journey. Hallelujah. His mercies has brought us this year. Hallelujah. This far, He has provided for us, taken care of us, delivered us, protected us, preserved us, gave us those special moments. Hallelujah. Special moments which touched your heart. How many of you have experienced that during this year? How oh, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, that is so sweet. That is so sweet that, you know, we can't just move forward, just take a small pause like, you know, the book of Psalms says about Selah. <laughs> Amen. Just take a small pause and just rejoice and lift up your hands and just thank Him. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is what we can actually offer to you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your mercy that has touched us. Thank you for your mercy that has healed us. Thank you for your mercy that has protected and preserved us. Thank you for your mercy that has delivered us. Thank you for your mercy that has opened doors for us. Thank you for those times that has really ministered to our hearts. And we just want to thank you about everything for the light, for the truth that you've showed us this year. Oh, we just worship you. And thank you for what you have done for us, Lord. Woo! We worship you. We worship you. We worship you and we rejoice in you, Lord. Hallelujah. We rejoice. Hallelujah. And we are so glad and thankful to you that you are our Father. We just rejoice. That you are our God. You are our maker. Hallelujah. You are our master. And we will be seeing you soon. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment. Hallelujah. Speak to us. Help us to hear. Help us to receive. Thank you for your tender mercies in this place. Tender mercies of God in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you glory. We give you praise. Let's just, just, let us do this a little bit in tongues. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, great King of the universe. Mighty God. Champion. Head of the church. We worship you. Oh, the one who redeemed us. The lover of our soul. Oh, we worship you. Thank you, We magnify you. We magnify you. We magnify what you have done. Shongoro Roboko. Rabashikabara. We magnify what you have done. We magnify what has been accomplished. We magnify what has been deposited. By your mighty arm. Praise you. 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 Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. (laughs) You know, you should get into a time of thanksgiving for the remaining part of this year. Hallelujah. You know, I would tell you, you know, we heard about thanksgiving from Pastor Joji. Amen. You need to go and listen to it again and and get into that. (laughs) You know, it's it's not just okay to listen to it. It's, It's so important that you get into it. Hallelujah. You know, just like we learned about joy, it's a don't forget the message of joy. Don't forget the message of joy. Hallelujah. You know, we, we learn one of the ways to rejoice is to spin around. Hallelujah. And to leap. Hallelujah. To make a creaking sound of triumph. Hallelujah. To continue to release joy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The same way Thanksgiving also has some practical applications. Amen. In, in the book of, in the, the Hebrew language, you know, each of those letters have some pictures connected to it. So one of that picture, when you, when, you, when you read about Thanksgiving, is about a door. 
you know, a door of a tent that, you know, that opens and closes to whoever's going in and coming in. And then another picture of it is a hand that is stretched out. <laughs> like a hand that is throwing a, uh, a ball or something like that. Hallelujah. So we can see it's something like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just thank him like that. Hallelujah. Thanking God is not just clapping, clapping for him. You clap for people, not for God. Hallelujah. See, when you, when you worship God and, and, and want to give Him thanks properly, you know, that's actually what you can really give Him. Thanks is what you can give Him. Your thanks is precious to God. Hallelujah. Like those ten lepers who got cleansed, who came back to Jesus, you know, He just <laughs> knelt down and worshipped and gave Him thanks profusely. Hallelujah. And, G, you know, Jesus was not saying, oh, no, 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 please don't give me. He said, where are the other nine? Where are the nine? Except this man. This man who is a Samaritan. You know, the Samaritan and the Jews have little problem. <laughs> but when God touches you, you need to put away all the differences and acknowledge God and thank Him. Hallelujah. So the remaining part of this year, I would say, get into a time of thanksgiving. And, and when we have the waiting on the Lord's service, come. Come and spend time with God. You know, you saw how crazy this year could, this went, but God has kept us. You don't know what's going to be in the next year, but God's going to prepare you for the next year. Hallelujah. So amazing things happen when you just come in a neutral mode. Hallelujah. Where you, all your plans are just put on that keychain like a kitchen, you just hang, hang it there and you come and say, Lord, I've come to you. I've come to minister to you. And I'm going to come and wait on you like a waiter. Like a waiter. Amen. A waiter means, you know, waits for the master's, uh, you know, whatever he likes, you give it to him. And one of the things he enjoys is your praise, is your thanks. Hallelujah. Give him that. Hallelujah. And use that <laughs> door. And give him some praise. Give him some thanks. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So, oh, I'm so excited because while we were worshiping, I was just thinking, one of, soon, soon, very, very soon, I'm going to hear the shout of Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. The shout of Jesus and the dead in Christ is going to rise up first. My body is going to be changed. <laughs> Hallelujah. And with that shout, the Father is going to blow the trumpet. Woo! Father God. I mean, Father God. Father God. My Father is going to blow the trumpet. He's going to blow the trumpet. Jesus is going to shout. And there's going to be the voice of the archangel. My God. Oh, we are so close to it. Oh, we are, one year is over. And we are closer to his coming. I don't know, there is this, a, a momentum that's happening, a stirring that's happening in your spirit as this year is getting over. <laughs> Hallelujah! And, and praise God that we already experienced that we cannot trust anything in the natural. Hallelujah! So if that's going to be the case, next thing in the natural, don't look at it. It may be even more shaking. Hallelujah! But hallelujah, this is going to be good stuff for the church. Because he's already deposited what is needed for that year already. 
you are carrying the ammunition <laughs> inside you. Oh, hallelujah. So therefore, we can lift up our heads. Hallelujah. And we can look at that ear and say, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. It's going to be glorious. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, somehow felt that, you know, we should continue from this place we left off last time. So, <laughs> we go to the book of Matthew chapter 14. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. I'm going to just do this. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Is there somebody who's staying in this uh, room? And, and, and this passage to that place that you're staying is very narrow. And it's, it's kind of dark and there are doors on either side. And you are staying in the very last of that place, and, and, it, and it is a pretty dark place. And, and is there somebody, and, and the, the living condition is not great. So if there is somebody like that, you know, just let us know. And uh, hallelujah. And I think the, the color of the wall is something like this strap color. And uh, opposite to your place is somebody who is like an elderly person who is staying. So if that's you, let us know. I believe God's got something for you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We're just uh, <laughs> stepping out. It doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, hallelujah. The mercy of God is working. Amen. Hallelujah. So we, we look, we went to Matt, we're going to Matthew chapter 14. And, uh, you know, from verse 22, we read last time about Jesus, uh, you know, after he was with the multitudes and he lifted up and, and there was this big need of these people to be fed. And he had this five loaves and two fishes. And you know what he did when he got what was not required to accomplish what is needed? He just lifted up. And thank God. <laughs> you know, thanking God opens the doors for the supernatural. Hallelujah. I'm, it's serious. Hallelujah. So this thanking that we are talking is so powerful. Amen. So when that little in Jesus' hands, he lifted up and thanked, you know, he just fed everybody. He said there were 5,000 men. So after that, he comes and the whole multitude is there and he sends his disciples on that boat and he says, go to the other side. And he goes up and spends some time praying, spending time with the Father. Hallelujah. And, and that's what we're going to be doing next week, three days. Hallelujah. Spending time with my Father, and you're going to be hearing some things. Hallelujah. And that's the atmosphere. We read that last time, and, and then we saw the disciples were stuck. They could not move forward. There was the winds and the waves that was coming, and they were halfway. They were not able to go, move forward or go backward. They are stuck there in the midst of that challenge. Hallelujah. And, uh, in the, and when Jesus... Hallelujah. <laughs> and verse 25 it says, And on the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. Hallelujah. You know, God is a God of mercy. He looks at us and He, and, and he always comes to us. He always comes to us in the midst of our challenges. Hallelujah. There is also always 
a way of escape that he has prepared for you in the challenge that you're going right now. Hallelujah. So we just need to see that way and realize that we are staying in that way if you have Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. So here comes Jesus walking on the sea, suspending all the natural laws. He's walking on the water and the disciples freaks out, seeing, thinking that they are a, he's a ghost. And then he tells him, verse 27, he says, And straight away Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. <laughs> you know, that's the message of joy we spoke last time. Hallelujah. So don't, don't forget that message. To rejoice in the midst of your challenges. To rejoice in the challenges that you're going through because you've already overcome. Hallelujah. Not that you're going to overcome. Not we shall overcome, but we have overcome. Hallelujah. We, we sang that in our excursions <laughs> continuously. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. Which day? Someday. When can I get that day? I need that day today. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we rejoice because we have overcome. Hallelujah. So we rejoice. We, we jump. We spin around. We say, ha, 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 ha. Woo. Hallelujah. After the last time, you know, we preached, somebody, you know, you know, spoke to me and said, you're doing too much of drama. <laughs> you should say what has to be said. Too many, too much emotions. I said, okay, what you can do is please note down those scriptures I said and tell me what does it say? What does it say? Hallelujah. But if I am sad, they're okay. If I'm depressed, people can understand. But when you rejoice, you can't understand? That's not my problem. The problem is yours. <laughs> That's not my problem. It's your problem. And the answer is in that message. Hallelujah. So don't forget the message of joy. I mean, it, it is one of the most powerful things I've learned from pastor. To rejoice in the midst of your challenges. You can see that <laughs> with your pastors. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the midst of your challenges, you rejoice. And that joy is your strength for that situation. Hallelujah. Amen. And that joy comes from knowing something. Not simply, simply, you know, there like that. But you have a knowledge. A knowledge that came from the word. And, and that knowledge says... Jesus has finished it. <laughs> Jesus has accomplished it for you. Hallelujah. So if you believe it, you've got it. If you believe it, you have entered. Hallelujah. If you have it, then what should I do? I just relax and rejoice and enjoy the victory. Hallelujah. Enjoy the victory. So don't forget that. Never forget it. Hallelujah. Then only we can move forward now. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to embrace this. So like, a, like a, a good builder, you must keep building it on top of the other. Hallelujah. It's not that you see, you hear another message, you forget that message. And you put this stone. Then you hear another message, you forget this stone. So you are like, what am I building? It should match. It should match. Hallelujah. Everything that God is doing, it should, it should build up. Otherwise, it's just impulses, right? 
You get excited, no root and withers away. Hallelujah. Amen. So here comes Jesus walking on the sea. They, they are so terrified. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are freaking out. And, and Jesus said, be of good cheer. Wow, what a message. I mean, it is an amazing message. Hallelujah. And, the, and, and when, when the angels came and proclaimed the good news, the birth of Jesus, what did they say? Rejoice. Glad tidings. What tidings? Glad tidings. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we will continue from there. And I think we will read verse 27 in Kannada. I'm sorry, Brother John. Kudale yesu chintisabedi, nane bhayapadabedi, yendu avarundige matanadi danu. I have to apologize sometimes, I just forget. <laughs> so maybe you can show and you know, do something. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come unto you on the water. And he said, come. And Peter was come down out of the ship and he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So we can hear that. Verse 28 and 29. Hallelujah. So everybody is sitting on the boat, but except one man. <laughs> except one man, because I think he received that message of joy. Otherwise, he could not have responded like that. Hallelujah. Because, you know, to come into a place of joy is also a place without fear. Because it is a place of faith. Hallelujah. So, so you need to be, you cannot be in faith and fear at the same time. You need to hold to one thing. Hallelujah. You have to let go of the other and embrace the other one. Hallelujah. And when you embrace faith or believing what Jesus has said, something kicks inside you and, and causes you and puts you in a position to move to the next, take the next step. Because Christian life is always upward, never going backward. Hallelujah. It's not again going back into the problem. It's, it's just going forward. Hallelujah. So here, here, and Peter comes and says, Lord, if it is you, command me. That's the word. Command me. Give me a command to walk on the water. That's where we left off last time. Amen. The, come, give me a command. Oh, he's saying, give me authorization to walk on my problem just like you did. Give me authorization. Because he understood. I mean, he has been with Jesus, right? And we, we also know the story of the centurion, you know, who wanted a servant to be healed. He said, don't come. Just speak the word only. Just speak the word. He understood because that centurion understood the words of Jesus is with power. The words of Jesus is with authority. The centurion understood is authority over sickness. Hallelujah. Now Peter understood it has got authority over natural laws. Oh, oh. Wow. So this is spreading. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, 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 the sphere in which it's working is now more. So he said, your words. Oh, because he's the one who said, you have the words of eternal life. So he said, give me word. That I might walk on my trouble. Is there a challenge that you're going through? All you need is a word from God. 
All you need is one word from God. If you don't have that, you will sink. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why do we come to church? To hear that word. You know, there's something about hearing the word of God. Another thing is hearing the word from God. Where that word opens up and becomes a rhema. Or becomes a, so personal to you. And for your situation, that word when you receive, it changes your circumstances. Hallelujah. So what will make way for that word? Sitting at the feet of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Opening your life, your mind, your heart to the word of God. There is no other shortcut. There is no shortcut, Jesus says. Uh, just for you, you can skip that class. <laughs> he doesn't. He does it step by step. Line upon line. He puts line and then on that line, he builds the next line. Here a little, there a little. He will build it. If you open your heart to. Amen. Hallelujah. So here, so here, Peter takes that word. He, and, and Jesus said, come. Whoa. <laughs> Hallelujah. That word changed, changes everything. One word from God can change your situation. It has got the power to change everything. Bible says God's word is forever settled in heaven. We'll keep our finger here and look at something here, you know, just, just for little sparks. Amen. And, and uh, go to Luke chapter 10 and verse 19 from the Amplified Version. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19 from the Amplified Version. In King James, uh, sorry. Luke chapter 1 verse 37. Sorry. <laughs> Luke chapter 1 verse 37 from the Amplified Version. In King James it says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. But in the Amplified it says, For with God nothing is ever impossible. And no word, notice that, and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Oh, glory. No word from God, see, no word from God shall be without power. Every word, you, you, may, not, you, may, you may reject it, you may despise it, but that's power that you're despising. That's authority that you're despising. Hallelujah. And that has the power to fulfill what it says. So the word come had the power to suspend every natural thing. Hallelujah. And, and cause Peter to float on the water and experience the miracle like Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So one word can change your life. One word from God can change your circumstances. So all you need in your challenge is a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So back to Matthew chapter 14. And he said, come. And when Peter, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Whoa, hallelujah. So Peter asked, give me authorization. And he received the authorization. How did he receive it? Simple, just believe it and act on it. Believe it and act on it. Believe it and speak it. Believe it and step out and do what it says. That's the every word from God needs your participation. You have a part in it. You, all the promises, all the finished work of Christ 
needs your participation to work in your life. Hallelujah. You have to do something about it. Hallelujah. You can't be passive about it. You have to do something. Hallelujah. So, so Peter took the authorization and he started walking with that authority. And he's now floating on the water. The challenges is not pulling him down. He's walking on top of that challenge through the word of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And we, we all know, uh, heard about this, about in the, uh, when you talk about authority, about the traffic police. <laughs> Amen. He has got the badge and, and everybody is stopping, not because he's got the muscles to stop the car, but because he's got authority from the government. Hallelujah. What is that authority for? That authority is to enforce the law. That authority is to enforce what the law concerning the rules of vehicles moving and transportation is concerned, isn't it? That authority is not to make sure agriculture is done correctly. <laughs> Hallelujah. That authority is not to make sure that the electricity and the whole of those things are maintained by the citizens correctly. No. That authority is specifically concerning driving, isn't it? The same way God's spiritual authority works in that sphere or it is to enforce the, the word of God. God's authority has been given to you to enforce what God has spoken to you. <laughs> what God has told you. It doesn't work outside the realm of his will. It doesn't work outside the realm of, let me say, the finished work of Christ. So everything that Christ has done for you, you have a part to enforce it. You have a part to say something. Imagine if somebody comes and steals something from my house. What would you naturally do? You go to the cops and you report that problem. And what do you do? What did you do? You took that situation to the authority that is concerning that, uh, you know, concerning that. And they will do something for me. The government does something for my benefit. Why? Because I'm a citizen of this country. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. When I don't enforce the law of the Spirit, when I don't enforce what God has spoken concerning my situation, using the authority that Jesus gave me, I am limiting the government of heaven. I'm limiting God in my life. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. So you have a part to play. You have to receive the authority and acknowledge that you are having authority and you need to take the words and enforce using that authority in your life. No lack in my accounts. What am I doing? I'm enforcing God's will on my accounts. I will never lack another day in my life in Jesus' name. I'm enforcing God's spiritual law or His will concerning my life with the authority He has given me. If I don't do that, I am limiting God. Hallelujah. Let me, let's read that um, in the book of Psalms 78 and verse 40 and 41. How often did they provoke him in the wilderness 
and grieve him in the desert. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Can we hear that, Brother John, in Canada? 78, Psalms 78, 40 and 41. Hallelujah. Can you limit God? I mean, <laughs> God who's so big, so mighty, so strong, with all power and everything, you can stop Him. You can stop Him in your life. And how do you stop Him? Don't use what he, go, what he gave you. Don't believe what he said. You completely limit him. Hallelujah. Amen. So the authority that Jesus gave you and me. You know, we have such amazing authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go. Wow, that's, that's Lord. That's huge. <laughs> in heaven? And on earth, it's been given to me. Now if I go and tell God, Lord, I'm having this problem. Please help me. He can't help you. Because he's already done everything he needed to do for you. And he's given you the authority to kick that thing out. Now he's waiting for you to respond. What did Peter sat in the board and said, Jesus, please. I want to walk, Jesus. Please walk. I want to walk. I've already told you to come. I've given you the authority to walk on top of your trouble. What are you going to do? Take a step. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Take a step. Take a step of faith. Don't simply take a step. Take because you believe something. Others is an empty step. You will sink. You'll right go into the water and say, I feel the water. <laughs> Hallelujah. But let your confessions and let your actions be fueled by what you are believing. So take some time believing. Spend some time hearing. Hallelujah. Sometimes spend some time rejoicing in your room. Spend some time thanking God because you believe it. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So, Back to our story in Matthew chapter 14 and verse 30. Did you get that? You have authority. Wow, I have authority in heaven and earth. And I can enforce whatever God has said as a law in my life. Because God's word is a law. God's word is like a law in the spirit. Nothing can stop it. You apply it, it will work. It has to work. No word from God is without power. It has got everything that it needs to perform and fulfill what it says. Oh, it, can ret it cannot return void. It will accomplish the purpose for which it is sent. So what is stopping it? Me. What is, what is, what is hindering it to fulfill in my life? I am the candidate. It's not the devil, actually. It's not the problem, actually. It's me. The moment I realize that, I'm growing. <laughs> so I need to make the adjustments to make sure that this seed, this word is going out smoothly. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's why we need a lot of mercy and we have it. Amen. From in the new covenant. Hallelujah. 
And, and Matthew chapter 14 and verse 30 says, And when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O you of little faith, where, wherefore did you doubt? Amen. We'll hear that in Kannada. Adre, avanu gaaliyannu matto alegalannu nodi bayapattidarinda neerinalli mulugi todigidanu. Prabhuve nannannu rakshisu endu koogikondanu. Yesu thanna kai chaachi Petranannu hidudkondu Yesu alpa vishwasiye eke sandeha patte endanu. Hallelujah. So Peter began to sing because because he stepped out in faith. He was actually walking on water. But what that was it was a short burst. <laughs> That's faith in last longer. Hallelujah. What he was believing and acting on didn't last longer. That caused him to sink. Isn't it? Hallelujah. And but here what we want to focus is your verse 30 says, when he saw, he saw something. I mean, before also he was seeing, isn't it? He was terrified by it. But then Jesus comes and all that fear is gone. And suddenly what he was seeing, the trouble that he was seeing, disappeared. And now he is seeing Jesus. <laughs> because he heard Jesus. Hallelujah. And he believed, and, and that believing caused him to see something else. I believe his eyes just got shut to something else in the natural. And it was opened to something else in the spirit. Which cost him and showed the authority that he had and caused him to walk on top of his trouble. So his seeing, and so as he was going, he got distracted. Hallelujah. You know, many times we step out and we do it, we get distracted. Distracted in our minds. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So, so in the middle of the problem, what are you seeing? Where is your focus? Makes all the difference how the outcome is going to be. Hallelujah. Amen. Just because we are going through a rough uh, circumstance or a challenge, we don't have to reflect that. We don't have to act like a victim. <laughs> I need help. You know, we have to be honest with ourselves. That's the only way we can catch this turkey <laughs> and crucify him and, and strip him off. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So we, we can't reflect the problem. You're going through pain. <laughs> You're going through financial challenge. <clears throat> Nobody's there for me. I'm alone. I mean, you're just reflecting whatever. So all that devil needs to do is just keep him some, uh, you know, keep keeping him problems and he'll be happy. He'll be going down. He'll, he'll be like drama will be going on, right? He has got the control. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So all that he needed you to do is to see the problem. <laughs> see the challenge and you will reflect. See the trouble and you are like, oh, glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So what changed? Jesus didn't change in that time. What he said, the authorization that he gave didn't change. He didn't take it back. The authority that you have now is never taken back. He doesn't take it back. Hallelujah. So the authority didn't change. His word didn't change. And Jesus' will for his life never changed. What changed? 
Peter changed. The power didn't change, but Peter changed. So you can change and everything in your life can be hindered. Hallelujah. Or you cannot change and you can continue on that course every day, one day at a time and you can have what God has for your life. Amen. So everything now hinges on what Peter saw. Hallelujah. If you remember the story uh, in the book of Genesis chapter 3. You know, God has told them to eat from everything except one tree. That is in the midst of the garden. Have you wondered, this tree was never a temptation to them until it was brought to their attention. It was never a temptation to them. I mean, they said, God said, don't eat. Eh, no, don't eat. That's, I'm not going to eat that. Not even, it's not even a botheration or a temptation to them. God said it. They were in such, such fellowship. I mean, maybe another time we can talk. What fellowship they had with God. I mean, they had the life of God in them. The presence of God in them. And God's manifested presence coming in the cool of the day. They were having such awesome time in God. Hallelujah. And then comes a person who comes and wants to get your attention. They were distracted. Hallelujah. And he said, has God said? What did he say? He twisted what God has said. So Satan is called the deceiver. He's the father of life. He's the inventor. <laughs> Everything lies comes from him. So what is he going to do? He's not going to come with red pajamas and pitchfork and that tail. He's not like that. He's going to come and give you a suggestion. He's going to give you an idea. You know, you will have an idea from God. He will put another idea. That's the, only, that's the way to destroy it. He's not going to come and do anything else. He can just drop ideas. He can just drop thoughts. That's all. Hallelujah. He can just give you, sorry, what about, why not this? Hallelujah. So it was never a temptation to Eve until he got her attention. And when he got her attention, she now saw <laughs> the tree was good. Can we see that? Let's, let's see Genesis uh, chapter 3 verse 6. When it was brought to her attention, Genesis chapter 3 verse 6 is, And when the woman saw, see, the, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did it. Oh, can we hear that? Agastriyu amarada hannu tinnuvudakke uttamavagiyu nodudakku ramyavagiyu nyanodayakke apekshisadagagiyu ide endu tilidu atanu tegedukondu tindalu mattu sangada idda gandanigu koodale avanu tindanu. Hallelujah. Amen. So you know before that you know they, he was trying to tell her you know you will become like God. Meanwhile they are like God. Amen. So when he got her attention, she saw something. It changed her perspective. It became a temptation for her. Hallelujah. And this is a warning for us in the New Covenant, in the New Testament. Amen. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 2. 
amazing portion of scripture. Hallelujah. And uh, I mean, amazing. Let's read from verse 1. It says, 2nd Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 onwards is, For I am jealous. Okay, sorry, sorry, verse 2. I, for I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy to one husband. I, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve, through his subtlety, so your minds, see your minds, should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom you have not preached, or if you have received another spirit which you have not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, you might as well bear with him. Hallelujah. Uh, there is so much in these scriptures. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's read. Let's read from verse 2 to 4, Brother John. Nimma Vishadali, Nano Chintisutene, Ichinteo Dever in the Bandado, Nimano Christanige, Kodo the Kagi, Nano Wagdana Maridene, Christanobane Nimma, Patiagirbekendo, Nano Nimano Christanige, Athana Shuddha Wagavadano, Pudale Apexisutene, Avalo Sarpada Puyukti in the Mosa Gundante, Nimma Manaso, Christana Vishadali, Irobekada, Yatarteano, Parishudatiano, Bitto. ಸಂಗತಿಗಳಲ್ಲಿಂದ Hallelujah. I know it's a lot of reading, but it is good stuff. Maybe we'll do a small go out and come back in between. You know, the verse 2 says, For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. Amen. Uh, I think we have the Passion Translation. So uh, I'll read that verse 2 from the Passion Translation. You need to know. That's what it says, verse 2. You need to know that God's passion is burning inside me for you. You know, this is Paul talking to this church. You know, you can say this is a pastor speaking to his flock. Amen? The heart of the pastor. He says, you need to know that God's passion is burning inside me for you. You know, that's the, uh, you need to, I, I believe that the church, as a church, you would, Catch this. Hallelujah. If you would catch this, every instruction and word that will come from here, it will not be weird for you. You will receive and step up in your life. Hallelujah. And, and you need to know that God's passion is burning inside me for you because like a loving father, I have pledged your hand in marriage to Christ, your true <laughs> I was just thinking about my daughter, you know. I'm giving her hand in marriage to Jesus. Hallelujah. To Jesus. <laughs> the purest one. I'm giving her hand in marriage and I say engagement is done. <laughs> and I'm giving her hand in marriage to, and a, and a day is coming. The marriage is going to come. See, that's where we are. We are in that kind of a 
place. Amen. We have been engaged. <laughs> Whether you've gone away, come back, this, that and all, but you have been engaged to Jesus. The day you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Amen. He says, uh, ha, ha, ha. Ooh, I have pledged your hand in marriage to Christ, your true bridegroom. And then he says, I have also promised that I would present his fiance to him as a pure virgin bride. Oh my God, we don't have that. I mean, it's amazing. You can download it on your app or check in Bible Gateway. <laughs> you can get that translation. It's amazing. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Uh, it's amazing. You have been engaged and now every labor that we do here from this church, from this pulpit is to present you. Is to present you to Jesus as a chaste virgin. Pure. Holy. And where is that? In your mind. In your soul. In your emotions. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what we... Uh, uh, we learn on, uh, I think it was fasting, fasting prayer day. I'm losing track. Hallelujah. About how Jesus being comfortable inside you. Jesus is inside you. He, he doesn't live. He's inside you, right? But you have to make him comfortable. How do you make him comfortable? By thinking certain thoughts and not thinking certain thoughts. By having certain emotions and not having certain emotions. Hallelujah. You keep him comfortable. That's how you present yourself as a word, chaste virgin to Christ. Hallelujah. You missed it. You take the blood. Wash it. Sprinkling. You receive the sprinkling. It's gone. You're like a virgin. Back. Wow. You can do this actually in the new covenant. But you need to do that. You can't be like leaving anyhow and then come to Jesus like that. You have to do that work of maintaining your thought life. Hallelujah. Not having all kinds of emotions. Because I'm having a trouble, Jesus will understand that I have to behave like this. Yeah, he understands that he has given you the power over your emotions. Sometimes we use authority only for finances or sickness. But he has given you authority over your emotions. Over your feelings. And I say, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to feel happy. And then you do that step. And you do some more step. And you will say, woohoohoo. He'll come. I think when you do that, Jesus is happy. <laughs> Jesus is getting excited. You are presenting yourself to Christ. Hallelujah. I believe you will understand the heart of the pastor in these verses. Amen. And if you understand this, I think it makes a lot of difference. If you don't understand this, everything will be a condemnation for you. Every instruction in righteousness will be a condemnation for you. Every instruction will be a guilt for you. A fear for you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. But if you understand the Father, if you understand your bride, <laughs> if you understand that, hallelujah, oh, it'll be all right. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Did we, did we get some, hit something there? Hallelujah. And verse 3 says, uh, 
But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. Verse, John verse 3, we'll read again. Avalu sarpada kuyukti inda mosa gundante nima manasu kristana vishyadali irabekada yatharthi anna parushuddhate anna vittu kettu hodhavitthemba baya nanagide. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, how did the serpent cheated her? Tricked her through his subtlety. Hallelujah. So what is devil's main weapon? Deception. Lies. Nothing else. It's not like this and that and the other. It's just deception. You can be deceived. And how will you be deceived? If you give your attention to it. If you give your attention to it. They that observe lying vanities forsake their mercy. That's the book of Jonah. Amen. It says, they that observe lying vanities. It means you keep observing a lie, you will be deceived. So all that he need to do is get your attention to the lie. Get your attention to the feeling which is a lie. Get your attention to that bank account which says, you don't have any money in the bank. And you keep looking at it. Hoyo, zero, zero, zero. What will you do? I am poor. I am broke. You will say that. You got you. That's how he deceives you. Will you say you are broke if you have like, let's say, 100 crores in your bank account and then, <laughs> amen, 100 crores in your bank account and you don't have any money in your wallet? Do you say you are broke? You won't. You still have that spring in your <laughs> walk because you know I've got something there. You have something there. You just need to learn to withdraw it from that bank. That's why you take some seed, worship him, believe that, and release it, and it'll work. Wait for it. It'll work. Hallelujah. But you won't say you're broke. You will say, I got stuff. It's, it's in my deposit. It's in my name. I've got inheritance. Amen. So just because you don't see anything, don't call it as it is. Call it what God called it. Call it what Jesus has done for you. And use your authority and enforce it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Um, you know, the same story of Matthew chapter 14 if you read it in the book of Mark chapter 6 and towards the end, very interesting something. We can see, uh, you know, towards the end, verse 51. Mark chapter 6, verse 51 and 52, it says, And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased. And they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. I mean, what a word is that? You know, they, they saw Jesus walking on the water, and all these things happened, and the wind, everything just ceased. And they were, look at that, they were so amazed in themselves, beyond measure, <laughs> and wondered, why do you have to do all that? The next verse says, for they considered not something. So you, you don't have to consider certain things, but you do have to consider something. For they considered not what? The miracle of laws for their heart was hardened. Oh my God. 
Hallelujah. For their heart was hardened. See, this is what happens. When trouble comes to you, you keep looking at that trouble. That's the devil's plan for you. Change your direction. Change your attention from what God has said and make it look at the trouble so that if you keep looking at the trouble, what's going to happen? Your heart is going to get hardened towards what God has said. So here a miracle has happened. Amazing thing. Hallelujah. And they were not willing to consider it. I think they were offended. They were not willing to consider what God has done in your life. See, that's why thanksgiving is so important. Praising God is so important. That you are considering Him and what He has done and what He has finished for you. But when you don't consider it, you are hardening yourself to God. To what He has said. And what happens? It becomes like, in Malayalam they call taramba. <laughs> you know, you keep uh, like callous. You don't feel it. You don't feel it. It became hard. You became hard to the word of God. To the promises of God. You became hard to what Christ has done for you. And because of that, you will not receive. It's called unbelief. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you remember, Pastor was talking to us in this year about unbelief can be hidden. <laughs> it can be hidden as you will not, if you say unbelief, you'll say, oh, okay, I'll, okay. But it can be hidden as an offense. Hallelujah. It can be hidden as another one. So you need to catch it and catch the culprit and say, get out. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the vain way in which it comes is by you looking at the problem than what Jesus has done. By looking at the circumstances and being so affected by it, being reflecting that, all that, and that's how you get so deep in it. Amen. Uh, I'll read some things about the word consider. You know, the word consider means, you know, it actually has two uh, meanings, and mainly it has got some pressure on your mind. It means it's something you're thinking deeply. It's not like a casual glance. Oh, you looked at it, and that's it. <laughs> It's something more than that. You are looking and it has got some, putting some pressure on your mind because of what you're doing. Hallelujah. And so we can say unbelief, me, I mean consider means to give your attention to something. Hallelujah. Means you're pondering. You're reflecting that. Whatever you're looking, you're now beginning to reflect. Means it affects you, you start Acting like that. Whether you like it or not, whatever you're looking, that's the direction in which your life will go. Hallelujah. Before the, 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 the lockdown and all those things, we had a word about what do you see? What do you see? And the, and the message was we see supply. <laughs> If you have seen the supply, you will enjoy the supply. If you see the lack, you will experience the lack. If you see the victory, you will enjoy the victory. Oh, we got some dreamers here. Amen. Are you a dreamer? <laughs> uh, do you have some eyes that you can see? 
Hallelujah. That you can, and, and what you see, can you speak it? What are you seeing? Can you speak it? I mean, I found out that I don't have to be just sitting there and say, oh, I'm having this thought and that thought and the other thought. But I found out that I can actually change my thinking. And if I put my word in my mouth, in the midst of, imagine you're having a challenge in your finances, I can actually not think about that challenge. Instead, I can say, my God. When I say, my God, I'm thinking about my father. Hallelujah, my God, my God who loved me, who cares for me. Hallelujah. He said, my God, shall. Oh, that's a strong word. I I can start thinking like that. Supply. Whoa, supply. (laughs) The God who supplied the ram. Even before Abraham needed it, it was set in motion. That means that I'm standing in the midst of the supply. All my needs. He shall fill to the full. That means I can imagine a filling and I can imagine an overflowing. So I can change my thoughts. Instead of the turkey trying to change my thoughts, I can actually change and keep my mind on what God has said. God will keep me in perfect peace, in His wholeness, in His soundness. You know, in His wholeness and in soundness, if I would keep my mind on what he has said, on his word, on that word that I trust. Hallelujah. So his keeping power, his delivering power, his provision will show up in my life if I would set my mind on the word which I have believed. And I keep my mind there. And how do I keep my mind there? By my words. By my thanksgiving. You know, it's powerful. Thanksgiving is so powerful. Hallelujah. When I'm, when I'm thanking God, I'm sitting and dwelling in a place. A no-lack zone. <laughs> I'm, I'm dwelling in a no-lack zone. I'm dwelling in a perfect peace zone. Perfect peace. When I'm thanking God, I'm staying. Hallelujah. Are you getting something? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So, to consider means to give attention, to think carefully about something, to contemplate, to reflect upon, to take into account, to ponder, to study, to examine, to meditate on. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. We've got some more time, so we will go forward. Amen. So, we'll go to the book of Romans chapter 4 and see... Uh, See this, Romans chapter 4, verse 17 onwards. You know, uh, I'm always excited about these verses from verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations before him whom he believed, God who quickens the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being now weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform. Oh, glory. Amen. Maybe we can read verse 19 and verse 20. 
ಅವನ ದೇಹವು ದುರ್ಬಲವಾಗಿತ್ತು ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ಅವನು ಮಕ್ಕಳನ್ನು ಪಡೆಯುವ ಸಾಧ್ಯತೆ ಇರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಅಲ್ಲದೆ ಸಾರಳಿಗೂ ಮಕ್ಕಳ ಮಕ್ಕಳ ಮಕ್ಕಳಾಗುವ ಸಾಧ್ಯತೆ ಇರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಅಬ್ರಹಾಮನನ್ನು ಇದರ ಬಗ್ಗೆ ಆಲೋಚಿಸಿದನು ಆದರೂ ದೇವರ ಮೇಲೆ ಅವನಿಗಿದ್ದ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯು ಬಲಹೀನಲಾಗಲಿಲ್ಲ ದೇವರು ಮಾಡಿದ ವಾಗ್ದಾನದ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಅವನು ಸಂಶಯ ಪಡಲಿಲ್ಲ ಮತ್ತು ತನ್ನ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಕೊನೆಗೊಳಿಸಲಿಲ್ಲ ಅವನು ತನ್ನ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಬಲವಾಗಿ ಬೆಳೆದನು ಮತ್ತು ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಸಲ್ಲಿಸಿದನು ದೇವರು ನಾನು ಮಾಡಿದ ವಾಗ್ದಾನವನ್ನು ಖಂಡಿತವಾಗಿ ನೆರವೇರಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂದು ಅಬ್ರಹಾಮನು ದೃಢವಾಗಿ ನಂಬಿದನು but he also had a promise the problem was that he could not have children amen i mean they were old <laughs> they were old in kannada it says mudukan amen it means they are old i mean everything about a woman that she could the, the conditions in which she could get pregnant all that has been passed <laughs> he doesn't happen for sarah wow but he had a promise he had a promise from heaven i like this that i heard from uh, you know somebody else i you know it says that abraham uh, had a had is a man who had little unbelief amen not that he didn't have unbelief but it was not so much hallelujah so much working in his life hallelujah and unbelief comes by you looking considering the problem than the promise Amen so he had the problem that he could not have children but he had the promise that he is the father of many nations oh glory to god amen now he definitely looked at each other and and there's no way naturally they could have children hallelujah is there a situation that you're going through that it looks impossible all you need is the promise concerning that situation it will change everything but how did abraham make way for god's promise to be manifested in his life it's through his faith amen of course it is through his faith that's why he's called the father of faith amen but what else did he do he gave his attention to the promise he gave his attention to the promise hallelujah and and that gave, and then how did he stay in that place he started praising god <laughs> he started thanking god amen so let's look at you know i i like this you know um, i heard this in the amplified version it says verse 19 of romans it says he did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body which was as good as dead because he was about 100 years old or when he considered the barrenness of sarah's deadened womb amen see many times we should not get confused because we go through a problem i look at the problem oh i have a problem no here it says abraham looked at it but it did not weaken him it did not weaken what he believes hallelujah he looked at it so it's so but his main consideration was not the problem he was not being affected by it and moved by it but he was affected and moved by the promise and that started to affect him so because he was so affected by the promise he could look at the promise and he said you're not affecting me and instead he started thanking god 
He started praising God. That's why he says he started to praise him and thank him. Hallelujah. So he started to stay in the promise and the belief of believing the promise by thanking God. Hallelujah. So can you imagine if I would spend my time considering what God has said, what it would happen to me? It will be the fulfillment of the promise. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's continue to read in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 15. Hallelujah. And verse 15 says, And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from where they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. <laughs> Let's read that in Kannada, brother. Hallelujah. He says, For truly, if they had been mindful. I mean, very interesting thing is happening here. It says, If they had been mindful, they would have, they would have had, an, had what? Opportunity. Oh. <laughs> they would have had opportunity to return. Okay. Let's. Look at it in the other direction. If they had, if I had been mindful of the promise, I would have had the opportunity of experiencing the promise. Did you get that? Hallelujah. If I had been mindful of the favor that I have, I would have had the opportunity of being favored. Hallelujah. Amen. So if I had been mindful of what I carry, then I would have the opportunity. You know, the word opportunity in, in this verse is called kairos in the Greek. Amen? Amazing verse. It's a divine moment. <laughs> divine moment. Divine moment. Hallelujah. For example, it says um, uh, in the book of, uh, we, maybe we can see that there. In the book of Romans, chapter 5, 6, is for when we were without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. You know, Christ came at the exact divine opportune time. It's a divine orchestration. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, you have been destined for glory. Whether you understand it or not, there have been set things for you in motion before the before time began. It has been already put on the earth. Waiting for you to step into that place. Hallelujah. But here it says, if I am mindful of what God has done, what Christ has done, and what he has purchased for me, and what he is telling me, that will give way and cause me to have opportunity. Divine moments and opportunity which heaven has said for me. And I will walk into that. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's an, another word is kairos, uh, uh, which is, uh, you know, that is, that's not the word that is used here. What, I mean, kairos is what is used here. Now, the other one that is used for time is called chronos, which we have the chronological order of events. Amen. And interestingly, that's the same word that is used in Hebrews chapter 5, where it says, for when the time you ought to be teachers. Time you ought to be. It means after this, this is what's supposed to happen. 
After they drink the milk, they're supposed to eat semi-solid food. After they eat the semi-solid food, they're supposed to eat this and eventually eat meat. It's supposed to have an exact chronological order in which it should happen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the word that is used for chronos. Uh, Amen. You know, many of us in this church have learned and received the basic doctrines. But you're not moving into the next step. But heaven has said there is a chronology of things that's supposed to happen. After this, this is what you're supposed to teach. After this, you're supposed to teach. You're supposed to teach. For the time you ought to be that time. That's the time. Hallelujah. Bible is amazing. You know, there's no confusion in God. There's simplicity in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So here it says, if you have been mindful of what is given, what has been spoken, you will have the opportunity. What if it is not even in your mind? What if you not even be thinking about the favor God gave you? Do you think you will have favor? No. You, you, that's the mercy of God if you've experienced it. Hallelujah. Where you didn't believe and still happened. <laughs> that's the gift. Gift that's operating. What if it's not even in your mind that you are healed? What if it's not even in your mind that you're rich? Will opportunities come? Imagine the opportunities you could have had if you have been mindful of what Christ has done. You will be walking in glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. So these words and truths that come to us are supposed to fill our minds. We are supposed to be full of that rather than the problem. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. We, we spoke about Jonah. Jonah chapter 2, I believe, is from verse 7. It says, they, let me read that. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 8. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Hallelujah. But I will sacrifice unto you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I vowed and salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited out Joanna upon the dry land. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So here it says, Jonah is saying, They that observe lying vanities, they are kicking against the mercy of God. But I like it like this. I, I like to read it like this. But they that observe your word, they that observe your word is hoping in his mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting mercy to come because everything that he does is by his mercy. Whether you like it or not, but it's, everything is an expression of his mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. So when I'm observing his word, I'm lining and aligning myself with his love, his mercy, his truth, the, the words of the Father. Hallelujah. And I'm making the adjustment and, and making my mind to think on what he has said. What am I doing? I'm expecting mercy. I'm expecting mercy to show up. See, the job of the problem, the job of the problem is to take your heart away from the word and harden it. So that you can be in unbelief and never reach there. And because you didn't consider it, because it was not even in your head, 
you sat in a place that is lower than your inheritance. That is not your destiny. That is not your destiny. Your destiny is high. Hallelujah. Your destiny is glorious. God has called you to glory and virtue. And he has put everything that he needed inside you. And he has given you the promises. By this you can experience all of this. But if I would take that promise and be mindful of it, what will happen? I will walk into my inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. So, this is God's work. <laughs> this doesn't happen one day. This is supposed to happen every day. And because I set my mind today, I can't say next, next week, I mean, I don't, even, I don't have to keep my mind. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Hallelujah. I have to consistently keep it there. Hallelujah. Like the engrafted word, <laughs> which like grafting, it, it has to be tied and kept there. And the only way I can do it is by speaking it, by meditating it. Hallelujah. In the book of Joshua, we all know that chapter 1 verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate, mutter. Think about it. Talk about it. Sing about it. Thank him for it. Meditate on it day and night. Roar. (laughs) Hallelujah. Roar about it. That's all meditation. Meditate on it day and night. Day and night. That what happens? That you may observe to do or act and behave according to what is written. Not according to the problem. But according to what is written. And then what happens? Then you you, not God, you, you will make your ways prosperous. You will have opportunities in your life because you have been mindful of it. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe in these times and and what's coming ahead. Set your mind on God. Keep your mind on Him. And you're going to be walking into opportunities. You've been walking into your destiny. You've been walking into your inheritance, what has been purchased for you. You know, this has got nothing to do with your strength. This has got nothing to do with your strength. <laughs> and and, and uh, like we heard in the beginning of the year, remember the blood of the sprinkling. Because not every time we are keeping our mind there. Not every time we are behaving exactly the way we should be. Hallelujah. But don't say, okay, because uh, any I've done it is arrested. See, when you confess, you're arresting something. You're dealing with something. And say, I'm sorry, that was messy. (laughs) I shouldn't have spoken. I shouldn't have acted. But all that came because I set my mind on the wrong stuff. I set my mind on the problem than the answer, than who I am. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I believe uh, we are encouraged to think better. Amen. And we are encouraged to guard our minds. Amen. Guard our minds. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. So that you will walk on top of your problem. Amen. Every loss in the natural can, can submit to you. Because, you. because if you look at it, there's nothing that we need to do. It has been done. It has been finished. Promise has been given. By those promises, we can experience all of that. So what is going to hinder you? Is you not staying there. (laughs) 
is not you keeping yourself there, but running away, getting distracted. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I believe we got something. We'll stop there. And uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's just thank God. Can you set your mind on God today? <laughs> Can you just rejoice? Yes. Yes. of heaven that they're going to shame never put shame Hallelujah. and I'm not going to consider on that fault. Amen. and I'm going to focus on what you did Amen. so you're going to show me and you're going to amaze me for what you're going to op- you know, open door for me Amen. and it, amazing things are just showing up Hallelujah. just because I haven't focused on that and I focused on who he is Woo. to me Hallelujah. So freaking me out. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank Hallelujah. you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Why don't we just stand and thank God and worship Him? Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for what we heard today. We thank you for you are good and your mercy endures forever. We thank you that you are our Father. Thank you that you care for us. Thank you that you are our God. You are our Father. Oh, we worship you. We thank you for your affection. Thank you, Lord, for your care. We thank you for your supply. And we thank you for the blood of the sprinkling. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you. We consider Jesus. <laughs> we consider Jesus. Woo! We consider Jesus. And we lay aside. We put aside every weight, every sin, everything that is putting pressure on our mind. We lay it aside. We lay it aside. Hallelujah. And we look to you, Jesus. And we see you looking at the joy. And we imitate that. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Father. Oh, 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 glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. Whatever, whatever you have set for us in this year, Lord, in these remaining days, we thank you that we will walk into our inheritance. We will receive from the tender mercies of God. And we thank you for what is prepared for the next year. Oh, 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 glory to God. Thank you, Father. We praise you. We worship you, Lord. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Shandara Rabba Katoro Sendere. Rangando Zingramanda. Rantish Borobo Teresika. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. You know, Bible says in the book of Hebrews to lay aside every weight and sin. You know, weight means something that would pressure. It may not look like sin, but it's something that's putting pressure. And Bible says, put it down. What is it that? Put it down. What is that sin? Put it down. Lay it aside and look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Pastor said, look to that humanity of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. And how did he do that? He did that by looking at the joy that was set before him. Oh, glory to God. Thank you all for listening. You are blessed. <laughs> Please be seated. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe you had a good time. Amen. So if you consider God, you get God opportunities. Consider the problem, you get problem opportunities. Amen. So let's consider God and his word and get God's opportunity. Amen. In fact, we have 10 days left uh, and the month will run out. So you could spend 10 days considering God or you could spend 10 days considering problem. So why don't we just spend 10 days, whether you're at home or outside or in church, just considering what God has done, what God can do, what God has promised. Hallelujah. And let's get his opportunities. Close the year with 10 days of considering his goodness, his promise, his faithfulness, instead of your problem. Amen. All of us have the same problems. Praise God. We're all in the devil's world. This is not right now God's world. It's the devil's world. When Jesus sits in the throne in Jerusalem, it is God's world. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? Even though God is in heaven and God created everything, it is not with him right now. Amen? He has to force himself to come in here by force. Amen? And that happens through your prayer, through your believing, through what you and I do. Hallelujah. If you go and preach, then God is forced to show up. If you don't, he's not forced. Like, oops, they're talking about me. I have to show up. If you teach, then he has to come there. Oh, oh, they're talking about me. I have to come there. But if you don't do any of that, he'll just be there. Are you getting this? That's why we're teaching. That's why we're preaching. It puts God in a kind of place where he has to perform. He performs, not you. You step up and you say something. You act on something. Then God performs. Amen? So I had to perform. I had to go up there. I didn't want to go because, it's, you know, I had to get my nose poked. I did not know they have to poke your nose. I thought, take some blood and sample and all. They told me to sit down. I was waiting for the needle. Suddenly, the guy just came and put something in my nose. I wanted to sneeze. I cried everything. Because nobody puts anything inside your nose, man. And I thought, that's it. No, he put it in the next one. Then he put it in my throat. I said, did anybody vomit on you before? He said, no. He said, how, you know, my God, hallelujah, praise God, but we did it. It was a terrible experience. And then you have to wear all those things. Oh, horrible, but we did it. Amen? Because someone said, can you come and just do this weekend for me? I said, I'll see, let's see. We left it like that. If God wants us to go, let's go. That's how we left it, till the last minute. And it worked. Nose, but, uh, you know, all that scrape. And, but we're back. Hallelujah. 
and you couldn't sleep because you are traveling and they, they keep changing the time the ticket is always being changed because of the same excuse knows the road so they keep moving it and so you are not going to sleep just forget about sleeping hallelujah but then you get the job done and god showed up hallelujah and there was a brother there who had some growth some tumor and he said that he believed god has started working there because i called it out praise god so god is faithful and incidentally he used to be in bangalore before now he's married he has a baby and all that but god still knows how to get people right and so today you heard let's thank god let's think about you know the opportunities hallelujah see how these things they they sometimes they're a weight you know so you just have to throw it away Amen. Hallelujah. That's cool. It just came to my mind. You know, it's a weight. While you're preaching, you don't want this thing, you know. Something will just go away. It's not a sin. It's just a weight. Like that, there are weights that come. There's nothing wrong with that. But at that moment, it's like a weight. You just... So anything that stops you from going forward, just throw it away. It's just not necessary. Hallelujah. Amen? Just throw it away. Forget about it. Let's go forward. Amen? I know you're tired. You are weary. In the natural, there's nothing good happening. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their job in the natural. They are trying to do some job. They are scratching their heads trying to do something. It's not looking good. But you and I, our god has not changed the promises have not changed he cannot lie he has said some things we have to look away from what everybody's looking at and look at what he said are you getting this hallelujah how many of you are still here because god blessed you i know i know that's why we're here god has been faithful through all of this stuff we are still going forward Hallelujah. I'm telling you it's, it it has not changed God. It has not changed him at all. God is still God. He's on the throne. Of course, things are bad on the earth like never before and it may get even worse. Hallelujah. But when it becomes too much, he'll take us out of here. Amen. So until he comes, don't worry, you can deal with it. You can still walk on top of it. until he comes amen you can walk on top of it you can still have overflow amen i am trusting in nothing but what he has said amen one day is enough tomorrow we'll see yesterday is over forget it this is the only day let's live as if it's the only day right now amen hallelujah praise god so if you had one day what will you do believe god if you had one day what will you do preach if you had one day what will you do teach if you had one day what would you do give amen if you had one day what would you do do it as though you have only one day and then we'll see what will happen praise god let's do it like that father we bless you for today 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 this day This day, this moment, 
Thank you, Father, for this moment, for this day, this time that we have. We want to say thank you that you have kept us, you have answered us, you brought us thus far. We thank you that your promises cannot change, you cannot lie. Just like your son said today, we are considering you. We are not considering the problem. We're considering your word, your faithfulness, and therefore we will have our opportunity, the blessed time, the God opportunity, the open door, the increase, the abundance, the job opportunity, the business opportunity, the family opportunity, the property matter. We'll have all of these things, Father. The victory in every place. That's what we are thinking about now. This is our moment. This is our time. And we thank you for it. We praise you for it. Whatever happened yesterday, it's over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing those bones, those knees there. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We bless you. We praise you. You are a faithful God. You are a faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We receive from your mercy today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord, I speak healing and wholeness to those lungs. I speak healing and wholeness into the sinuses. Healing and wholeness right now to the breathing ability of your people. That they are insured against the lies out there. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take communion over the promises of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a faithful God. Suppose you had all the money in the world, all the blessing in the world. How would your life be? It would be different, right? I'm sure you'd be smiling. But it's true, you have it. You have all. You have every. <laughs> Thank you, brother. And so you can smile. The only thing is it's in faith. It's in the spirit. And so you can rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. You and I have the same account. The same inheritance. It's in the Jesus account. Amen. See how brother Anup is dressed with white and cool shoes and all. He has crores and crores. The same that you have. That's what he has. Same. Exact. Amen? So we, we just have to look like that. When people see you, they must see. Aha, this guy has something. Amen? This guy has something. Where is it? They come, they break into your house. They look up and down. Where is all this stuff? Is it in Switzerland? Where is it? Where is this? <laughs> and then you wake up and you say, I'll show you. Come. Bow your knees here. Let me show you. Amen. Are you hungry? Come, come eat some food. Now, let me show you where the account is. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. That's the truth. Praise God. That's the truth. Anybody who knows what I'm doing, they know that's, that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. <laughs> it's a laughing matter. It's a joke, I'm telling you. Natural people cannot understand it, but you and I 
Praise God. This is our life. This is how we live. Amen? We live because our money is not in Switzerland. Amen? It's not even with Union Bank. Hallelujah. It's in the heavenly Jerusalem. And that city is inside you and me. The streets are gold. The governor of that bank is your eldest brother. And I believe. In Jesus' name, I call every need met. You are the healer. You are the one who supplies all our needs. And we have decided to see supply. Emotional, physical, material, financial. That is what we are going to consider. That's what we are looking at. Hallelujah. We look away from the world. We look away from the challenges. And we look at you, Lord Jesus. This cup, this bread, is your supply. We receive right now. If we have been bothered about the problems, forgive us today. In Jesus' name. If we have been concerned, worried and anxious, forgive us right now. In the name of Jesus. There's been any weight. If there's been any sin, forgive us right now. In the name of Jesus. We release it and we thank you that it is washed in the blood in Jesus' name. And we take from the cup and we eat the bread in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we eat and drink in Jesus' name? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Should I, should I, should I, should I? Yeah, maybe I will. Let me tell you, church, what is the worst case, worst case scenario? Shall I tell you? This is the worst, okay? When it is the worst case, these three families will be living in this place. My family, Brother Anup's family, Brother Joji's family, we'll all live here. We will be using three bathrooms. And when the chairs are removed, we will sleep. When the chairs are put back, we'll have church. That's the worst. Till that moment, go forward. You heard, right? You heard from my mouth. That's how we live. We are not bothered about anything. Are you getting what I'm saying? Worst, that's what we'll do. Achan has to understand. That day we will tell him, Hey, you just relax. We're staying here. We just need a tanker of water. Then we'll see miracles must happen. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? That's us. Seriously. Before God. That's it. But till that day, we're going forward. Did you hear what I'm saying? That's it. It came from my mouth in front of the TV, in front of those things. That's it. We're not bothered. We live for Jesus. Finish. The rest, who cares about it? We're going out of here. That's all that matters. Nothing else. I'm telling you the truth. I cannot even go to Kerala. I don't have anything there. 
This is my home. This place is my home right now. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm serious. I'm telling you the truth. Hallelujah. So listen, we are not playing. We are serious. If this cannot work, we are finished. We are finished. That's all. So let's go forward. <laughs> let's trust the word. Let's believe God. Amen. You and us, we are all in the same boat. There's nothing different. This is how it is. That word has to work. But the good news is it has worked till today. From the time I met him in 1990 till today, it has worked. And we're still here. Hallelujah. So we will see where we're going after all this. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's trust God. If you'd like to give to this God, if you'd like to give in the name of Jesus, let's do it today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. We're blessed in our giving and we're blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving and I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving and I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Father, we believe in the blessing of Abraham. That is on our life right now. And what you did for Abraham, you will do for us. And the testimony of Abraham's servant was, The Lord has blessed my master, and he has increased greatly. And that must be our testimony, that that same blessing of Abraham is on us today. That the Lord has blessed us, and the Lord has increased us greatly. Hallelujah. Greatly. Hallelujah. Greatly. Hallelujah. Greatly. Hallelujah. Greatly. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We declare that your people are blessed. They go home blessed. And we see them again in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. Thank you, Pastor Anup. Thank you that we are having a wonderful time. Amen. Let's think about these things. Praise God. See you again.